I just want to take a second to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing on social media. I've heard so many good responses and I so appreciate it. Remember to tune in every Thursday to hear what the Lord has put on my heart for you. And don't forget, there's episode notes that are full of scriptures and the points and principles that are listed in each show. And remember that Jesus has a word in season for you today. Welcome to Words in Season. I'm your host, Kara Marie Morris. I hope that you are ready to be encouraged and strengthened by the Word of God today. I want to invite you to join me in a new series I'm starting today that will encourage you on the subject of salvation. Jesus Christ's willing act of laying His life down at the cross is the mark in time for every man and every woman. To accept Him is to have free and open access to salvation, redemption, and eternal life. Salvation in Christ is a vast and eternal subject, and I will by no means cover the subject in its entirety. But by breaking it down into numerous episodes, my hope and my goal is that it will stir your heart and mind to the subject. I could literally share about this subject, the subject of salvation, forever and still not fully share the vastness of who God is. With this purpose in mind, I want to establish our starting point, that the one true living God is the God of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob. He is uncreated, timeless, all-powerful, and always present. He is not only at the beginning and at the end, He is the beginning and the end. He is the creator of all time. He is incomprehensible and yet personal. To all those who come to him with a repentant heart, he is the good, caring, and kind father whose mercy and love endures forever. So the first scripture I want to start out with today is Hebrews 11.3 in the Passion Translation. Faith empowers us to see the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke the invisible realm and gave birth to all that is seen. So God is the creator. In Genesis 1.1, it says that God created. Multiple times in Genesis 1, it talks about what God created and how he called it good. And eventually he made man and woman, and he called it very good. In Jeremiah 1.5, there's a scripture that talks about how he created this prophet before he was born in his mother's womb. In Psalms 139, it talks about how he intricately detailed and knit us together. So not only did he create the world out of things that were unseen to make them seen, he created me. He created you, and He formed us with purpose and intention. Why would God create without giving a purpose to creation? God gave mankind His image, as it says in Genesis 1.26, man and woman, to be loved by Him and to be a display of His love. In the Amplified Classic, it says, Genesis 1.26, God said, let us Father, Son, and Holy Spirit make or create mankind in our image, 
after our likeness, and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, and tame the beasts and all over all the earth, and over everything that creeps upon the earth. So, God is the Creator. He not only created the things that we see, but He also created us. He created you and He created me. That God is the Alpha and the Omega. In Revelations 22:13 in the Living Bible, it says, I am the A and the Z, the beginning and the ending of all things, says God, who is the powerful and all-powerful one, who was, who is, and who is coming again. In the footnote, it reads, I am the A and the Z literally means the Alpha and the Omega. These are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. And he literally means that he who is, he is coming again. God is not just at the beginning and at the end of all time. He is the beginning and he is the end. So he knows where your story began and he knows how it's going to end. Isaiah 44, 6 through 8, in the Living Bible, it says, The Lord, the King of Israel, says, Yes, I am Israel's Redeemer, the Lord Almighty, who says, I am the first and the last, and there is no other God. Who else can tell you what is going to happen in the days ahead? Let them tell you if they can prove their power. Let them do as I have done since ancient times. Do not be afraid. Haven't I proclaimed from the ages past that I would save you? You are my witnesses. Is there any other God? No, none that I know about. There is no other rock. So he is the first and the last. He is the Alpha and the Omega. In Isaiah 45, 5 in the Living Bible, it says, I am Jehovah and there is no other God. I will strengthen you and send you out to victory even though you don't know me. God is not God because I believe in him or not. God is still God whether or not I choose to believe. God is not a theory to be proven. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, he declared that his name is I Am. He was, he is, and he is coming again. So God is not a theory to be proven but a truth to be experienced. God is the ultimate creator. God is the Alpha and the Omega. And God is the Father. Isaiah 64, 8 in the ESV, it says, But now, O Lord, you are our Father, and we are your clay. You are our potter, and we are the work of your hands. So God made us. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. He is still God and he still has a purpose for you. The majority of that purpose is found in him desiring to love you as a father, a loving father would love their precious child. Malachi 2.10 in the ESV says, Have we not all one father? Has not one God created us? So as we accept this new life and the new birth, as we declare that this God is our God, that he is the true living God, and we believe and trust in his son Jesus, then he becomes our father, and we become one in the family of the Lord. Psalms 103.13 in the ESV says, As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. 
1 John 3, 1 in the Living Bible says, See how very much our Heavenly Father loves us, for He allows us to be called His children. Think of it, we really are. But since most people don't know God, naturally they don't understand that we are His children. This is something that I think is really important. It is going to take faith to believe that God is your Father, that God is the Creator, that God is at the beginning and the end, and He is the beginning and the end. We can't understand God fully in our mind, although that is part of it. It will take faith. And God is the one who furnishes the faith to do that. We have the amount of faith that we need to believe that God is the good, loving, heavenly Father and that I and you are his children as we declare Jesus as Lord over our lives. So without the Creator, the first and the last, giving me the opportunity to be accepted into his family, I had no hope of ever being in right relationship with him and no hope of being spiritually alive unto God. To quote Louis Giglio, Sin didn't make us bad, sin made us dead. To sin is to be separated from the Heavenly Father. And God doesn't separate himself from me when I sin to punish me or to see that I get what I deserve. But God is a holy God and he wants all of me. He knows that when I rely on myself alone, it will only end in heartache and exhaustion and disillusionment with what's going on in my life and in the world. He is a loving Father that wants us to turn our back on what is not good for us and allow ourselves to be fathered by Him. So what does mankind look like without a Heavenly Father, with a plan of salvation? I can see it in the world today and I can even see it in my life when I choose to believe that I know more than Him and when I choose to only rely on human philosophy, strength, and wisdom alone, I fall short every time. So who is God? Just a few attributes that help me understand Him that we looked at today. God is the Creator. God is the beginning and the end. And God is the Father. From looking at examples in God's Word, I can be so reassured that I am loved by an incredibly wonderful and intentional God. God the Father is the true living God, and there is no other than Him. So if you're searching today, if you're dissatisfied with your life today, if there are hurts that you can't seem to let go of today, I encourage you to call on His name. He is the one who created you to love you. He is always with you in the good and in the bad. He wants you to call him Father so that he can call you the most beloved child and friend. The burdens of life, the burdens that life brings, they're not meant for you to carry. They are for him alone to bear. I ask you to reach out to him this week. He created you so he'll understand the heart behind your words, no matter how inadequate they may feel. It hasn't been too long, he is still waiting for you. If you will allow him the space in your life to be God, then you will progressively come to taste and see and experience that he is God, your creator, your first, your last, and your father.
So this week's podcast is a little bit different than what I have been doing in the past, but I had it on my heart to make a podcast that would reach those who maybe have never heard or reach those who feel like they've gone too far, they've made too many mistakes, even in their Christian walk, even in their spirit-filled life that they've gone too far. I wanted to encourage you today that God is God, the God of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, the one true living God, Jehovah, Elohim, Yahweh. He is our God. He is our creator, the first and the last. And he is our loving heavenly father. So I wanted to encourage you that he wants relationship with you. He doesn't just want you to say a sinner's prayer and then live however you want and never talk to him again. He wants to spend time with you. His heart is open towards you. So I wanted to encourage you to reach out to him. No matter where you may find yourself, no matter what spiritual state or financial state or relational state or emotional state, he wants you to reach out to him. And it will be a beautiful exchange of him taking your burdens and you taking his rest. So I want to pray for you quickly before we go on this week's episode. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for these listeners. I thank you for each one that tuned in today that you know their heart. You know their name. You know where they're at, God. That there is nothing that has separated them from the love of God. I thank you, Lord, that you would continue to put in their heart that they would want to know you. God, I ask you for a desire that would burn in their heart to seek you first. For like your word said, there is no other God but you. God, we know that nothing will satisfy in this world but you. Because we were made by you, for you, to be in fellowship with you. I thank you that you would strengthen each one to do what you have called them to do this week, that they would not get weary in well-doing, but God, that they would continue to look unto their Father, that they would continue to look to you as the author and the finisher of their faith. We love you, Father, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen.